so cheesy. What is that? Why am I doing that? that? If you leave me now, you t- what? what is that song? Ooh, I think the eighties sitcom is the part. Please don't go. I want you to say, ooh, is that Super Tramp? That's eighties. That's what must have got me on that train. I'm stopping this madness. Please do so. Welcome to Matter of Fat, a body positive podcast with Midwest sensibilities. Hi, I'm Kat Palavoda, a local fat feminist and shop owner who has some real summertime vibes going on. And I promise it is just, it is not exclusive to my very sweaty glow, though that's part of it as well. <laughs> uh, I am joined by my co-host and producer, Soraya Bogani. Hi, I'm Soraya. I'm a fat multiracial Minneapolitan millennial who absolutely adores unstructured time. Give me free weekends. Give me free weeknights. I'd like to basically be a cell phone plan in the early 2000s. <laughs> bring back, ring back tones. Hashtag bring back, ring back tones. Wow. Make it happen. Uh, so on matter of fact, in addition to ringtones from the early 2000s, we're here to talk about the cultural politics of fat liberation with a Midwest perspective. Yes, and we're back with another Fat Dish episode. That's right. Our Fat Dish episodes are usually interspersed between our interview episodes and are full of us dishing, chatting about the pod, our lives, often what we've been watching or reading or listening to, and of course, diving into fat topics and issues that we want to discuss. Oh, and we have a lot to talk about in this one. I can't wait to get into it. Uh, So we gotta. Let's go. Okay, let's go. Let's get into it. Let's start with the matter of fat dish. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Our first interview episode came out. Oh, it was so nice to get back into the interview groove. Was uh I felt rusty. I don't know about you, yeah, no, but I definitely felt rusty. I did as well. I think it was a great interview. And also it was like, oh, we're back to this. It had been a while since we recorded an interview. Yeah, Summer was a dream to talk oh, to. Yeah. I honestly could have talked with her. For so much longer. Yeah. And I will. uh, And also, we're in this weird in-between time where when you listen to this episode, Summer and I will have talked at Majors and Quinn. uh, But as we record it, we have not talked yet. So Soraya asked me if I wanted to pretend or like if we wanted to record a few different scenarios to be (laughs) to intersperse once we have done the event. I instead said that I would prefer to pull back the curtain and let you know that we have not actually done that yet. It's going to be great. I'm 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 really looking forward to it. And I've um, been emailing a bit with summer and the person um i don't i don't actually don't really know their role but someone who's been involved in the book tour and they said that you know it's a, an event you have to register for and of course you know that's right because you've registered for it but i Got think it's like there's like already like 60 people or something and i think that oh. that's pretty close to the capacity because it's just a small little bookstore that's a lot of i mean that's Mask about up, the babe. same or more as like Roxanne Gay. Yeah, I, I think perfectly. it does feel like that, and I th- I wonder if it'll be a similar setup as as that um that talk. Gosh, that was so many years ago. 
So I get to see you in real life, Soraya, on Monday, huh? Yeah, it's all happening. Or happened. Or depending happened. On when depending upon... Depending on if you listen to this when we release it. It's a little time-space continuum. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not into it. You're no, not into multiverse. That's time. okay. No. We should talk about how we did see each other in real life. Is that what you were setting up? I was. Were you- I was. Oh, you were picking gosh, up what I was so putting good. down. Hey. Hey, and you were putting down a really delicious dish, tortilla española. Oh God, and then you <laughs> even. <laughs> oh my God, Sarah, you are the queen of a segue. I'm just like, and next, and you're like, so blah blah. Oh my God, and Bro, I was really. It was not down. as good as you think it was, but I, I will say the reason I talked about it is because <laughs> Kat came over to my house and I made breakfast. We had a little brunch moment. It was so nice. Yeah, it was really lovely and made tortilla española. That's why. That's why. It had a little bit of a Midwest twist on Mm -hmm. it. For purists, you will not enjoy this, but instead of using just like potatoes, I used tater tots. Yeah, it was delightful. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was great. And then there was this like like mixed green salad on top with like a really lovely Mm -hmm. vinaigrette. Oh, it was just so, it was so good. Soraya, I love eating anything in any meal at your house you are such a good host and such a good cook Thank and you. i just love it i also love spending time with bogey um yeah. and also <laughs> oh end up God. getting just like fully saturated with dog kisses Ew, um, i don't think you want to you basically went to the spa and my dog gave you a lovely cleansing facial yeah, i guess which, like, i i could never i do not do dog kisses it's not for me um but you really let him I, lick to his heart's content. yeah i regret to inform you that that is like uh high on the list of like my own personal white lady nonsense that i will um <laughs> i will allow an animal to lick my face um a lot actually uh yeah and i own it it is nonsense <laughs> and i'm not proud of it uh but here i am talking about it on the pod <laughs> But I love okay, my nephew you, Bogart. I was going to say he absolutely adored you. Yeah. So, so thank cute. you for, so cute. for taking one for the team. But <laughs> yeah. So we had a nice little moment. And I mean, I feel like other than that, it's been kind of quiet. I'm wondering, do you have any updates uh, regarding the podcast? Some scuttlebutt? <gasps> Soraya, you said the word, not me. A- I know, and I hate it so much. Oh, I love and it I did so it. much. I did it. Oh, my gosh. This is truly, it is season five in which, and like the year 2022 in which our roles are reversing in many ways. Tables turning constantly. <sighs> yeah. Wait, do you remember what? the fun fact about Scuttlebutt? The origin of Scuttlebutt? Oh, my God, because we looked it up. Because I... Um, incorrectly was influenced and I or I had my default was to spell it with D's it is in fact T's and we looked up the the where the word started and I actually forgot it but of course Soraya that's okay you remember what is well, it I looked it I looked it up so so apparently on ships back in the day oh, yes, um, yes. they had the cask for holding the clean water and so they called that the scuttlebutt and then my thought is like oh the water it's cooler. like the water Everybody's cooler going yeah mm-hmm. gonna go Share some scuttlebutt, share some water, <laughs> hot goss, get into that. So there you go. Anyways, what a detour. Well, you what know, a detour. It is a welcome detour, as is every fetish episode. Um, <laughs> all of the ways I mean, we weave theme. around. Um, you know, I agree that like nothing major has happened recently, which has kind of been nice. I think we've just like really 
easily moved into our season five routine. But I was thinking like, you know, there were some cool things that had happened like between seasons that I don't know if we ever really talked about on the podcast. Um, Mm. Like one of them was at some point in maybe the fall or winter, we were looking on our website to see like where traffic is from. The internet is so cool. Do you know that you can like look behind the, I mean, everyone probably knows if you have a website, (laughs) you can look behind the scenes and see like where, what places are directing traffic to you. And through that, we saw that we were listed in like a syllabus or in like a discussion post or some kind of like college literature curriculum thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was, we couldn't like click through to see what it was for. Um, but that, I guess, is such a little thing. But we were really delighted by that when we found that out earlier in the year. It's just always so interesting to be quoted or highlighted mm-hmm. for the work we've done. I'm not, I shouldn't be surprised, but also I am. And also grateful that people want to discuss it and yeah. dive into it more. So that's cool. There was also a time earlier in the year. Or, or the end of last year, sometime, you know, between season four and five, where we were approached um, about uh, like a company using uh, an episode or two of ours in like their, was it like a fat liberation week or like a fat awareness yeah. week that they were having like with like as like a co-worker education kind of thing. Am I remembering that right, Soraya? Yeah, you are. So this they had their like DEI program managers, or I don't know what their exact titles were, but they reached out to us and they said, we're doing this fat lib week. And it was really cool because some of it was asynchronous learning. So people who work for the organization could just like tune in to an episode of ours or do some other content that they had built out to highlight other fat creators. Um, and then I think they had a live session or two yeah. as well. It's uh, really well done. Yeah, it was really cool. And what was kind of like weird and wonderful was that they didn't need anything from us you know they're just like yeah we're gonna use these episodes you already created like may we share these and that was really cool to know that like the work we put into this can have like educational or enjoyment um effects like beyond us in this room I don't know it just felt like it felt very cool to me yeah and I will say they did it right as well. Like they compensated us. They didn't. They did have to do that. It wasn't like a lot, no. a lot, but anything is, is but anything great. helpful. And yeah. So appreciated. And so I was really impressed with, you know, you doing this programming, you could have easily have just taken it. It's free for anyone. But then to be compensated and acknowledged for the work we did was really cool. Yeah. So I'm glad you, you suggested we bring this up and talk about yeah. it a little bit. Yeah, that was just like some cool stuff that had come to light um, between between last season till now. Mm-hmm. Any other matter of fat scuttlebutt? Stop. <laughs> Let's not matter of fat dish. Bed. Or do we are you bed. are you ready, Soraya, to get into oh, some personal no. dish? Personal dish. Yes. yes. Let's get into it. You yes, go for yes, it. What's yes. been going on with you? Okay. Um, I'll start with pool time, baby. I've been in the pool. Oh, yeah. You swim bleed. Yeah. I did a swim bleed moment with friend of the podcast, mom. Oh, um, Not like our moms. I mean, I'd be down for a mom pool oh, party sometimes. absolutely. Yeah. My mom would. My mom loves a pool. Loves a floating moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. It was the perfect like snatch of summer afternoon time. It was just in the afternoon on a Thursday. Uh, I had an appointment later, so I had some time off and just drove over to Minnetonka, hopped in some random person's backyard and uh, hung out with mom for a little bit. And it was just the perfect day. But then I also went, uh, so I had 
this kind of randomly came up where my friend's family was at like a KOA camp in Hayward, Wisconsin. Hayward. Yeah. Okay. Out to Wisco. Yep. And she was like, hey, actually, it's friend of the pod, Rachel. I was I'm like, just what friend? Do I know them? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah, of course you do. Of course you do. <laughs> you know everybody. <laughs> um, and she was like, hey, you want to go out for like a little day trip? And so we went out there oh, and it fun. was really nice. They had like these small cabins that were very very well like kept or like brand new even had a fire we got to eat some good midwestern camping snacks and foods and then got to hang out by the pool so it was a really nice time that Mm -hmm. sounds awesome yeah do you know a lot about hayward do you have any fun hayward facts Uh, i don't have a lot of fun hayward facts but my one of my high school besties her family has a cabin in hayward my family never had a cabin we were not cabin people um we didn't have the means to be cabin people but chrissy did and i got to go to her cabin a lot um when i was in high school and that was just like the absolute most fun god I, i love her i love her family um her her parents actually have retired there and so they like every day at four o'clock take a pontoon ride around the lake and it's just like the sweetest life um Mm -hmm. yeah so I have really fond feelings of Hayward because of Chrissy and her fam yeah you know who else had a cabin there who Al Capone (laughs) and that's your connection to Hayward cool 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 cool. no it was just while I was there I found out that he had this like cabin in the middle of nowhere in Hayward and that's where he was apprehended and caught seriously yeah. When were you reading Hayward Fun Facts, Soraya? Oh, the I way- wasn't. Rachel laid it out for me because she and her family have been going there for like 20 plus years. Got it. Okay. So she grew up going out there with her little brother oh, and friends. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Cool. So Cool, cool. There's a fun fact for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have any water-related always personal dishes that you'd like oh my to get God, into can i give you a very cutting edge personal dish related to water please <laughs> oh my god this is so fun okay this has happened this morning so it's really cutting cutting edge um we so as you know Sreya, and as you also probably know podcast listeners um i love water aerobics and um nino my boo and i joined the y a couple months ago and I we've been doing water aerobics a couple mornings a week well Nino like so I grew up swimming I grew up across the street from a city pool I took all the swim lessons I'm very comfortable in the water Nino didn't grow up swimming and so they're like getting used to the water and kind of learning how to swim actually I think they might do like adult swim lessons in the fall which would be the cutest thing ever Cute. that's but, great so they are like um they've been getting like some goggles and some nose plugs and just like little like you know things that you get to like try out swimming and going underwater and that kind of thing well today after water aerobics we like reserved lanes for lap swimming but they wanted to try out their goggles and then we they like dropped something at the bottom of the pool and I was like oh I can get that for you because they had two pair of goggles and actually they won't listen I don't think they don't listen to the pods I don't know if they'll ever hear me tell you all this but (laughs) so they'll be so it's we're validating them but they don't need to know they got two pair of goggles and i was like what'd you get two pair for and they were like um you're gonna want one of these at some point and i was like no i won't um but then today i like put the goggles on so i could go retrieve the thing at the bottom of the pool and i brought it up and i was like oh yeah that's fun because usually i don't get my head in the water but i was like well once it's in let me just like do more flopping around here and i like 
was kind of helping them learn how to like go underwater and like when you're in the deep end like push yourself down so you can touch the bottom you know and the way they responded it's just like a kid you know what I mean because like they didn't do that as a young person like you remember when you were young and you like splashed around the pool and like learned how to do new things and stuff I guess handstands on the bottom of the pool absolutely oh it's so cool and so like to see the like childlike wonder in them as they look oh my god it is just like the sweetest thing ever and then it was also fun for me to be like actually thank you so much for getting that extra pair of goggles I loved going under too that was very fun you know it was a a good morning um so that is some cutting edge water scuttlebutt in cat's world um but (laughs) other than that just the regular beach time water aerobics that kind of thing any any uh other aquatic endeavors that you care to share about (sighs) the swans is that what you want to talk about? Is that okay. what you want to talk about? I mean, I think I have to because it relates to a personal update. But also, I think, well, this will we'll have a little we'll call back to this when we talk about some fat stuff. Okay. I good. um So, recently, Nino and I had our six-month anniversary of dating. And uh, we had talked about – actually, they brought up doing pa- – so, like, on Lake Como and – Lake Nokomis and maybe some other lakes, they have paddle boats that are shaped like swans and they just like look so fun and silly. And so they had um, suggested we do that for our anniversary. We're like, oh yeah, it sounds really fun. And actually my coworker Morgan told me that at Lake Como, they are lit up and you can go at night. And I was yeah, just like, oh my God, how really freaking romantic. That sounds like the best thing ever. So this past weekend was our anniversary um and we went on friday and we were like the timing was wrong they were all taken so like okay we'll come back on saturday was raining so we went back on sunday so we go back on sunday and we get in we're like okay cool we get to make it work this time um but we were too heavy for the paddle boats and Mm. i i don't usually encounter like fat i don't know like as a fat person, I navigate through a world that is not set up for me all the time, but I've been so privileged to like really make it work. I think part of that is that I don't carry a lot of weight like in my hips, you know? So mm-hmm. I, even if it's uncomfortable, I can usually, I can often shimmy into things and do, you know what I mean? Even if it's not mm-hmm. like pleasant, it's usually not like a, no, you can't do this for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just frustrating that we couldn't do this thing. And I, I have this impression that, like, if we were to have been, like, lifted up and plopped in the middle of the paddle boat, we probably would have been okay. But, like, you have to, like, get into it. And so mm-hmm. when you do, like, the step, step, it just, like, took on too much water for it to be safe oh. for us to be in there. And also, Shoot. like, my shoes got all wet and I was mad at it. Um, but I also, like, I am a, I am a fat person who does her research, you know. And I learned on their website they said that they had two people boats and five people boats and the Hmm. two person boats they just said accommodate two people and the 15 or excuse me the five people boats they said fit up to 1500 pounds and so in my mind I was like okay cool well if for some reason we don't fit in the two person boat we could just see if we could do the bigger boat you know yeah but they didn't have those at that location but they didn't say that in any of their literature or anything so yeah it was a really big bummer and like I was I'm me so I went into like 
cat will take care of it mode. I was like, okay, here's your life jacket back. Here's this. I'm going to get a refund. Thank you for your refund. Bye. Blah, blah. You know, like all of that stuff. Um, and you know, it's just like teenagers who run these things. And so it wasn't like the, the kid who was helping us wasn't, a, wasn't like rude or like um, unkind, but just like not very helpful. And I had to be like, we actually tried two votes and I had to be the one to be, to ask like, are we just too heavy for this? And for yeah. him to be like, yeah, I guess, I guess like you can go get a refund, oh. you know, like, okay, dude, thank you. Um, it was just like kind of demoralizing. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, I feel I'm like, it was an, I'm bummed about it, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm fine with it. But Nino was really sad about it. And that was hard. For, that was sad for me to see them so sad, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, it was just a big bummer. And just a reminder that like stuff isn't built for, for us fat folks, um, especially when you're in a very like a large heavy fat power couple like i am <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah With great power comes great responsibility yeah. Kat. yeah yeah and too much too much weight for that swan boat that's for sure yeah, yeah. so it's a bummer is it to the point where like you don't even want to try the other location nino doesn't want to um okay. i would contemplate and maybe someday we'll get there but it was just sort of like this ship has sailed especially because like we had already went back one time yeah actually um like both my friend margo and my coworker Morgan joked in a loving way that swan has sailed <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yes the swan exactly. has sailed yeah yeah so and actually what was sad is that like when we were making our notes for this i like wrote that i wanted to talk about this because i was so excited about it and then my update about it actually today when we're recording is like not a fun update and that's a bummer but i appreciate you telling it because it is accurate to the experience yeah it is and then i did like the normal thing like i had actually in addition to going on the website i had like asked in our twin cities fat community facebook about it people said oh, look at the weight limit for these other ones is 1500. You should be fine. And so then I edited that and like, let people know. I also made a, a review on their thing to just say like, Hey, this was my experience as like a fat person. Also, like you don't have this information on your website, y'all. Like I would have, I could have avoided this had you had some information on the website or in real life that shared this, you know? So mm-hmm. they just need to do better about if there are limitations for what's possible, they just like need to share that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I have a tangent Tell that me. is like slightly related. Yeah. I haven't really thought it out. So go okay. on this journey with me. Here everyone. for it. Yes. Okay. So I think I'm wondering too if it's particularly disappointing. You already did all this research. You're also a person who has surrounded themselves with very like liberation and like focused people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I too have done that in some ways, not as much as you. But I realized the other day, <laughs> I had a moment where I was like, oh, yeah, people don't understand when I say fat. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. I was mm-hmm. having a delightful conversation with like an acquaintance slash I would call them a friend right now. Um, but at one point, I referred to myself as fat and it was fine. There's no reaction, whatever. And then at the end, they were like, I just want you to know I heard what you said about being fat and you are beautiful. And they were so Oof. sincere Oof. and so kind. They were just being so kind. I was like, Yeah. <laughs> Yep, I get it. It's mm-hmm. like I'm not I'm not using that in the commonplace terminology. Right. And it's so wild to me because like when we started this podcast, I was not calling myself fat yeah. until then. Yeah. And yet in this transition time, I did it so just uh nonchalantly. nonchalantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was 
surprised when somebody else who is part of society even like <laughs> understands the larger use of that word yeah was like being very kind and very sincere and I was like oh yeah not everybody knows this and I am in a luxury space where most of the people around me either support my use of it and don't question it or know um yeah. what I mean by yeah. it, which, is, mm-hmm. which I would imagine if we're going to go back to the beginning you know when you have that comfort even when you're trying to accommodate that in the greater world you know it hurts a lot then when something like that with the swans pops up yeah or it's just like more jarring because yeah. it's so I think that like it is a very common fat experience that's unfortunately very like matter of fact very mundane very much something fat people deal with all day every day is that what you did there oh thank you Uh (laughs) um but yeah for me i just am so fortunate to have a life that is just like um it's not as if everywhere i go has universal design you know but it's just like i i don't encounter stuff like this super often um and then it also makes me just think more like about how part of the reason I maybe don't encounter stuff like this is because I just do my regular routine and I don't Mm -hmm. do like a lot of active like like I don't like I don't care that I probably can't bungee jump because I don't want to bungee jump you know things (laughs) like that like there are just things that are not uh, available to me but like typically I don't have interest in doing those things anyway so it just feels really jarring to be like oh this was just like a regular old thing that I thought would be really cute and romantic but like oh not a possibility you know yeah yeah for sure for yeah. sure I suppose to dating like you're entertaining more of those couple activities yes yeah. mm-hmm. before so that comes up as well yeah and I do mm-hmm. think too it is I mean like just to be frank it's because we're two fat people you know like if i was if if either of us were coupled up with somebody who wasn't as big like maybe that wouldn't have been something we experienced you know um and so like the realities of that that individual would have to deal with feeling by themselves yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i mean yeah i mean i wouldn't have it any other way um i think life is just like so much better the more fat people i have in it including a fat partner but yeah it's just yeah, it's just a lot. And maybe I'm still processing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that was my, that was a, a little fat moment. Um, well, I, came up. I want to plug a fat moment that I had yes. at the coven <gasps> um, with co-working space. Yes. With Amy Siegel, yes. previous guest of the pod. Yes. What was that? Season famous. two? Season two? Yeah. Season two. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so with my new job, I have more capacity to do like projects and meetings. So I reached out to Amy, who is the manager at the St. Paul location of the Coven, which is a co-working space that is just phenomenal. I've always seen it from afar and wanted to experience it. And she was so kind to set me up with, you know, a, a day of working there. And I love having fat folks <laughs> in in positions to like create comfortable environments. Yes. She was like, hey, I set you up here. It's really great. If you don't like these chairs, there's those other ones over there. Um, you can trade things out. She was just so mindful of accommodations, not only for my size, but I think about accessibility. Right. She gave me so many different options too. And so I was just really, really pleased with that experience in a way that like you don't always get. Mm-hmm. It was very intentional. So shout out, not getting paid for this at all, but shout out to the Coven and Amy oh, 
for yeah. creating a wonderful moment there. Also, it's just like very aesthetically pleasing yeah, in there. Real so. cute. I have not been to that location because I I think it came up in the pandemic or right before maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all the pictures are good. They're just they do really good with decorating and color and stuff, um, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah, it was fun. It was cool. a good time. Oh, and Amy's so so, so great. She is. She is. It also like got me thinking. So I was there for a day and then like over lunch, I went to the WA Frost patio mm-hmm. and just like a bougie moment. Granted, listen, I got the sourdough like appetizer or whatever and a cup of soup and they gave me like five pieces of sourdough bread and like an infused olive oil. You would have loved it, Kat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, Heck yeah. I mean, all of these pieces of bread and I felt like I should be Oprah just shouting, I love bread. <laughs> Five giant pieces of sourdough. Mm-hmm. And they were delightful. But I will say being in that area and like having my little fancy lunch and going to the beautiful coven, I was like, oh, I should, I should live in, I should live in Cathedral Hill of, uh, in St. Paul. Uh-huh. I should do that. And uh-huh. because I am moving and I'm actively apartment searching right now and the thing is i feel like i'm an hgtv you know customer and i am not (laughs) i don't know why i think i have so many choices because it is a rude awakening every time i'm like going to go to a showing Mm -hmm. they're like oh sorry already signed it already signed it already signed i'm like just let me look at it yeah look at it come on that's hard. So, mm-hmm. I when you with the idea of like having like an HGTV like um, desires with a budget that's not quite there. Yeah. Uh, that's how I feel. And like I had this uh, like this realization a couple years ago. Like, God, I'm not loving how my place is decorated. And I realized like, oh, it's because like I have an elevated sense of style that I cannot mm-hmm. afford. <laughs> like, right. it is a sense of style that I admire and aspire to that I just like am not there yet. And so <laughs> that's, yeah, that's how I feel like HGTV has been both an inspiration and done me wrong. Yeah. Also, let's talk about TikTok and all the DIYers who are like, oh, oh yeah. see, build this like bookcase. And it's like, I think I can do these things. I will not be able to do those I things. Mean, it's possible. There's just like a lot of investment that goes into that in supplies, but also just like time yeah, and knowledge. ability too. like, um, mm-hmm. are there like, how easy is it for me to find a ladder that I feel comfortable crawling all the way up there to install this thing? You know, there's just like th- thoughts around that kind of thing too. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, Saint Paul's uh, where it's at, Saria. Listen, people are trying to convert me. I do. I'm gonna go check out another place this weekend in Saint Paul's. So, yes, your girl may not be a Minneapolitan millennial for much longer. Oh, well, we actually, you know what? The podcast is ending. Times are changing. Transitions are near. I mean, it sounds wow. it could that could happen. Wow! 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 I have said many times that I cannot wait to move back to St. Paul. I've said that every day that I've lived in Minneapolis for the last five years. <laughs> every day. What do you wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and say, "One day, St. Saint Paul, Saint Paul will be mine." And <laughs> no, I mean, I just like there's never been a moment where I've not wanted to move back to St. Paul. <laughs> what part of St. Paul? I would be happy in a lot of parts of St. Paul. I so I lived in the Midway when we went to Hamlin. I like the Midway yep. area. Nino lives in the Midway area i like it over there i like the west 7th area i also lived over that way i like west st paul a lot there's some cute little houses over there but real and honestly there are it it is hard for me to think of an area of st paul where i would not be open to moving i am Mm. just mm -hmm, i like st paul 
All right, you heard it here, folks. Yeah, you heard it here probably, first. I mean, you've Not heard first. it before. You've heard but... it for five years. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Every was... single day. Maybe a little dramatic. Not but... all the time. But so what is the TikTok? <laughs> not not all not uh not all the time every day but every day yeah basically yeah so i'm mm-hmm. not no I, maybe i exaggerate it's not like i'm waking up thinking i hate it here i can't wait to move but like there's never been a time i've not wanted to go back to st paul yeah yeah well maybe yeah i think it's probably in the cards stay tuned we'll see mm-hmm. any other personal dish that we need to get into mm-hmm. you want to transition to some media dish or do you want to stay in the in the personal dish i don't have I don't know. I have nothing of note for personal stuff. Like there's stuff happening, but nothing I really want to share. So God, that sounds so like secretive. So it's a no from me. Also, like when when have I ever like not wanted to share? I don't know. It's just like, you know, when you got like irons in the fire or like things that you're like working through, it's not like time to share yet. Is that the wrong idiom? Irons in the fire? No, no, no. That's right. Hands in the pot. Use hands in the pot. Isn't that one? one. You might be. It might be. I will say about your sharing. So I was like, I saw your cute little six month post with Uh Nino. Uh huh. Girl, too far, too far, my friend. (laughs) That's. Let's just leave it at that. People can go look if they want to. You go look at Cat's Instagram and you figure out which of those uh, photos, adorable (laughs) darling photos, was where Saray was like the line has been drawn and we are well beyond it. And then comment on that photo <laughs> let us know <laughs> the interactive component that's so funny so yes I hear you not wanting to share and also it's not in your nature I know my knowledge so. I know I'm just it's I don't know is it the Lexapro I'm just feeling more like let me sit with this before I like move on things and tell people about things and do stuff you know so no, um, that's the tagline for Lexapro I don't know is, is it, it the Lexapro, Lexapro? It, yeah. I mean, honestly, love maybe it's Lexapro. Maybe. Who's maybe to it's know? An SSRI. Who maybe, knows? Yeah. <laughs> but I think, um, like usual, we probably got lots of like TV and media to talk about, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Let's get into it. Okay. What are you watching? What are you listening to? What are you reading? What do you want to talk about? I feel like you're asking me first because you know I just have bullshit and you have all the good stuff. <laughs> No, it's not my agenda, but I'll take it. What am I watching? You all know. It's summertime. I'm watching Big Brother. What else am I watching? The freaking Bachelorette. I mean, am I proud? No. But am I wrapped up in them both? Very much so. Um, And other than that, like... I guess I'm watching some things that you're watching, Saraya. Like, Everything's Trash, Phoebe Robinson's new series on Freeform, which we watch on Hulu. Um, And also Only Murderers in the Building on Hulu. So I guess those are, like, two, like, good things I'm I'm, I'm tuned into this summer. Um, And, yeah, I'm continually not watching as much TV. But I know you're watching a lot of TV, huh? Or I I just see a long list of things on here is all I'm saying. Yeah, but they're all like short things uh-huh. right now or currently in session. So it feels like in session, like it's court currently mm-hmm. in progress and being released. So it doesn't feel like it's a lot. Got it. I will say, okay, only murders in the building. Season two. Really enjoy it. Season two. Why was Amy Schumer in it? That was weird to me. I can. Conc- I mean, I don't want Amy- I don't want to watch her ever. Um, I also to this point in the season two that I've seen so far, which is, I think I've watched like five or six episodes. I don't see the merit. Is it just cause like we had sting in the penthouse season one, we needed some celebrity in the penthouse season two. 
I guess. I truly don't know. They do get some big names. They have like Cara Delevingne right now, which um, I don't know. It's an interesting casting group. I still enjoy it quite a bit. But I will say my one qualm as like a podcaster, I don't know if you've seen this episode, but they show Cinda Canning at her like studio uh-huh. and that's played by T- Tina Fey. Yeah. So she's like the the serial um, mm-hmm. podcaster extraordinaire. It's just like a desk and some like dope looking microphones. Not there how is it works. no sounding. And maybe it is. Maybe we're still so small. Time you mean I'm in this closet for nothing? Closet? I'm roasting yeah. in my closet for nothing. Roasting, no, actually, glowing, dewy. Glow. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, uh-huh. I no, I I the reason I had well, no, I got the idea to be in the closet from that book we read. But yeah. I remember hearing people from NPR when they talked about transferring to work from home in early yes. Panini days. They mentioned oh recording in their closets. Yeah. So was it Sam? Sanders? Oh, what's his name? Go yep, on. Sam yeah. Sanders. When he first went home, he was under his table with like a sheet over it. Amazing. Yeah. It's yep. great. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, that's my my umbrage that I have with uh, Only Murders in the Building. So far, I'm more into season one than two, um, but I'm still happy to be watching it. Yeah. It's interesting. It's engaging. What um, do you think of Everything's Trash? I like it. It's it's like easy in a way that a quick, easy show pre-pandemic was for me to watch. Mm-hmm. But also Phoebe is, has like a very specific character that she's portraying mm-hmm. with like a very – like she's very vocal. She's very insistent on her beliefs. I mean she's a podcaster too. Mm-hmm. What is this with podcasters being the main like TV show people? Is that like when movies had architects or like wedding planners be the – I don't know. Is that what podcasters are? Is this like a sexy profession? Oh my God. There was, that was also um, a thing in the Sex and the City reboot as well. Podcasting. Did not watch. You're, you're fine. Zero out of 10. You're fine. Unfortunately, (laughs) I did. Added to my list of trash. Um, Yeah. But that was a big theme there. Carrie then was part of a podcast with um, Che, who was played by Sarah Ramirez. What a babe. Um, And that was like a whole big thing. Yeah. Is podcasting the new cool thing? thing for the tv shows I are guess. we new and cool Soraya? just as we're getting out of it my gosh <laughs> ma'am ma'am if you have to ask if we're new and cool we are, at, we are neither new nor cool we are <laughs> we are on the cutting edge no wow no um let's see what else what else is on what are you watching excuse Hulu. my yawn the bear the oh, bear everyone okay everyone you and nino are telling me i need to watch the bear I really enjoyed it. I love Ayo Edaberry. I don't know if I pronounced her name correctly. I'm so sorry. Um, I've only seen it written. She's a comedian. I really liked her stuff. She's not necessarily comedic in this role. She does a great job. There's a dude from Loiter Squad, <laughs> which maybe means nothing to most people, nope. but he he plays like a he wants to be a, a pastry chef basically in it, and he does a really great job. His name is Lionel Bryce, the actor. Um, it's just the premise. Maybe I should have started with that. That would have been a lot easier. It is a restaurant in Chicago. Chicago, that was... Midwest, represent. Exactly, exactly. Um, it was left to this like, kind of wonderkind chef who's like this prodigy. The blonde um, guy? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. The blonde guy that everybody's showing the photo of. Yep. Uh, his brother used to run it. It was his parents, I think. And now he's left with it. And it's kind of like all of the characters of the people who make the restaurant successful and run mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how they work together or don't work together. And it's really, really engaging. And I've heard from a lot of folks who have worked in the service industry that it does a really great job of capturing just like the chaos ah. and dysfunction mm-hmm. um, and familial relationships of working in a restaurant. So cool. Yeah, I love it. I'll, it's have, good. To, I'll have to watch it at some point. That's a no. That means no. That means you'll never watch it. No, not never. Mm. But it's not high on the list. That's fine. That's fine. Wait till it's You know winter. what should be high on the what? on the list? What? Okay, I don't know how I found this, but I was on YouTube yesterday. You watch or YouTube no. like that? No, I don't. Oh, okay. No, I wasn't on YouTube. I was on Instagram and there was a reel. Okay. I was like, what am I watching? I don't understand. It was for a YouTube show called Cut, and I don't even think it's necessarily new, but it's like a speed dating show, and the premise is that you have two people sit across from each other And then there's this little button in the middle of the table that asks them questions and then it turns red. And if it turns red, any one of the two can like eliminate the other person. Does it feel a little bit like MTV's Next from 20 years ago? But but like now and updated, that's Uh exactly the thought I had. Okay. And the premise is that if you end up talking to each other for 10 minutes, like your second date is all expenses paid. (gasps) Oh, what a what a premise. What a premise. It is like a car crash and also like you're hoping for the best and mm-hmm. also like disappointed when people are really callous or just like really quick to dismiss people. So Well, and this is me feeling like you with this comment, but like it's TV. So I'm sure they're purposely pairing people they know aren't going to go well together for like the clicks and the drama that will happen, you know? Maybe. It feels really low budget. Huh. So I don't I don't know. I think they just had people and got them to come in early in the morning and just try out this weird thing. Interesting. It is. It sucks, though, when there will be, like, a fat person immediately mm-hmm. gets discarded or, mm. like, um, a non-white person. Mm. Like, it's just weird how that works out. Mm. No, it's not. I no, know why that No, I mean, it's happens. predictable, but it's, like, yeah. it's still, it's, like, hard to watch, I'm sure. Yeah, but also engaging because then it's also a game. It's like whoever rejects the other person first then has control of the next in- engagement. Oh, interesting. It's weird. Anyways, they're not very long. It's called Cut. Don't watch it necessarily, but I found it very intriguing. I thought you would, Cat, because it's like it feels more reality TV adjacent than anything okay. else. Um, what else? What Miss else? Marvel. I've been watching Miss Marvel. Is that a movie or a show? It's a show on, on Disney+. Plus. Uh-huh. I am enjoying it. I definitely have like critiques, but as far as Marvel stuff goes, I really, really like it. Maybe more than anything else that's out there. So that's what I got. That's cool. I don't know. You don't know anything Marvel, so I don't need to go no. into it anymore. Wait, was Black Panther Marvel? Yeah. Yeah. That's, again, and this is, I feel like I said it's the only Marvel movie I've ever seen. So it was great. Yeah. I watched it three times, but um, it's the only one I know. Uh-huh. I know nothing. I think. I mean, I think you would like this, and also I don't think you are a Disney Plus member. No, I think Nino is. I mean, I could access it, but I don't think I care enough to find it. Oh, I'm sorry. That was rude. But I no. don't think it's... I would sooner watch The Bear than Miss Marvel, I think. I mean, you would sooner watch The Office before that, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frasier. No, sorry. Frasier. Oh, Frasier. Absolutely. Every night. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So that's like... 
everything I care to talk about as far as watching, but I will. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about what I'm reading. Honestly, it's not that good. Okay, I don't need to give it space or what time. Am I also same, but I might have more to report back in a future, a future fat dish. I've been really getting into different. I've been trying to find podcasts that I don't hate about business lately. Um, <laughs> it's, it's rough out there, but it's also hard because like some that I find to be pretty off-putting also have some gems and it's like what's the gem to cringe ratio here and like Mm. what can I be okay with you know oh it's a whole thing um but that's probably a tale for another day okay well I mean I don't know oh yeah I guess the one thing is Beyonce's album is coming out oh yeah we haven't heard it yet I think we will have heard it once this comes out. Do, so, oh, do we know? Is it? Do we know the date that it's coming out? Yeah, soon. Let's do some real time googling. Ooh, um, it's called Renaissance. Mm-hmm. And oh, oh, it leaked. Oh, today, I guess. Oh, so yeah, we'll have heard it for sure. Okay. So it's supposed to be tonight um, when we're recording, mm. but apparently it leaked. So mm. yeah, we'll have listened. So that's to what it. you'll be doing after after we. <laughs> that's hang all up. I'll be doing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Well, you know, I think this probably brings us to some true fat dish. Though one could argue that everything is fat dish because we are fat people dishing. Um, yeah. But I know there are some fat things that have already started to kind of come out in our conversation that we wanted to to give a little more um, a little more space to. Okay, I think we need to bring up the swans again because you had a great topic and it just blends perfectly. It really did. So I didn't find the receipts. Like I didn't find the original thing. But many of you who are fat and on TikTok and or Instagram probably saw that like there was some stuff going around. Just long story short, like when folks offer the sentiment like you can do anything, like just because you're a plus size person, just because you're fat, just because you're in a larger body, like don't let it stop you. You can do whatever you want to do. And then so like folks offering that sentiment and then other folks offering a rebuttal to that, which is like, thank you. But also like, no, like there are things like there are, um, because of anti-fat bias in like the design and structure of our communities in terms of like physical things and also ideologies. You know, there are very many things that as a fat person, like we cannot do and you can't just like positive think your way out of it, you know? Bootstraps um, it, baby. Yeah. And an example of that is me and Nino on the swans. <laughs> like yeah. No amount of like self-love is going to help us make that work for us, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. and I do, I will say, and I guess like, this is, I don't, like, I understand what those folks with the initial sentiment were trying to do. And I do think that like, um, I would encourage people to like live your life now, like, you know, like try to pursue the things that, that will bring you joy, um, and adventure in your life, whatever size you are. Um, but you can't be like Pollyanna-ish about it and like not recognize that like there are things that you just like, you know, as a fat person, you will not be able to do because of your weight, because of how things are set up in our culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you had talked about this, um, previously when we've been discussing but it's like body positivity versus fat liberation right 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 right. yes Mm -hmm. that's how i see it too yeah yeah well i think okay to that end another kind of icky thing happened that is just a good example of 
the difficulties of being fat in the world mm-hmm. and how it's even when awful things happen, sometimes it's compounded by inaccessibility uh, to certain necessary items. And I'm really just teasing it now. Maybe yeah, I should yeah, just yeah. let you tell the story. No, well, something happened recently um, where my boyfriend got something stolen from their car. And some of that included like like a suitcase with luggage in it from a trip they had just taken. And so a bunch of their clothes were stolen. Um, and I I don't know if you remember. I don't know if I, I mean, you do, Saria, because that's all I ever talked about for, for forever. <laughs> Not true, I don't know if I talked about it a lot on the podcast, but uh, three times over the past like year I guess it was all during pandemic life I had my laundry stolen like my clean laundry that I for a little while I was a little bit of a bougie bougie bitch and I had my laundry sent out it was the most like incredible thing ever um and my laundry was stolen three times and so then I had to quit the service I was like okay you know three strikes you're out and it was not the service that messed up it was just like my building was not is not super secure um, and so that happening to them really brought me back to those laundry moments because I just I just like 100 percent understand what that feels like. And it's just so hard. Like, I think some people think like, oh, yeah, just like go buy more underwear, like just like go buy more jeans, like go buy more stuff, like whatever. Um, but when you are a fat person who wears plus sizes and like have worked so hard to curate your um, your closet and, and can't just, like, walk into a Target and get everything you need, but need to, like, order things and have things that, oh, that doesn't exist anymore. How will I find that? It's mm-hmm. really hard. And I think, like, the, one the like, sort of blaring kind of signal that this says to me here is, like, the fat tax. How, like, fat people yeah. often have to pay more for things. And I would like to um, submit that, like, like our time and energy is also at more of a premium in these scenarios. And I would put that under this like fat tax umbrella as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Icky. I know. Yeah. My question, I think I brought this up, but like I would be so livid if somebody tried to sell back your clothes to you. That is, I mean, that's the thing, right? I just, it's, that's the worst part of it. I don't think that any criminal is, like, actually going to do that. Like, to right. go, to, like, take these things to cake plus size resale and try to, like, sell them to my shop. I mean, the, what, like, adds sort of insult to injury is, like, I'm sure these things just got, like, disposed of in a dumpster somewhere. You know, like, I really don't think that those garments are being, like, worn or, you know, for sure not treasured, Um and so that's what makes it really hard too. like, you can't even get much money for these things. Just like, give it back to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's also like such a, I don't know, you're, you've got to be in a certain state or frame of mind to steal it like laundry. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, I yeah. any kind of like thievery, it's like, there's a reason why people steal stuff. It's because they are not doing well, you know, like right, we, our right. culture is not like our society has not, is not supporting people in the ways they need. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's so hard to know that and then have like your shit taken and be like, yeah, oh, I know that, but man, this sucks, you know? Right. Yeah. Yes. Totally. It's so hard. Totally. Well, I think that there's like more fat stuff that has come up a little bit in some things that are going on in your world, right? A little bit. Yeah. So as I'm considering the move to an apartment, it's like, you know, I've been in my building for about two years and it's it's like pretty decently comfortable. Like my, my exact apartment is. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy it. But now I'm thinking about, okay, do I want to live in a duplex? Do I want to live in a newer building? Like what are... What's the cost of doing that, obviously, but also like 
what are accessibility aspects mm-hmm. or comfort aspects? Like what will be the size of hallways mm-hmm. or the size of stairwells? Um, not that I think about that on a regular basis, but I think it's worthwhile like to consider what does that mean in winter? <laughs> what yeah. does that mean, yeah. you know, going out at night or not? Yeah. Um you, you, know, you know what's on my list with that, Soraya, which I've what? it's kind of silly but very real. How yeah. much room do I have to like move my legs around when I'm on the toilet? Oh. Um, because like I this isn't cutting it, maybe oversharing oh, wow. information. Yeah, I feel it in <laughs> but my I bones. Just, I do. I've learned that like I like I think I spread my legs wider than most people do when I'm wiping. And oh I know <laughs> and I notice that I bump into stuff sometimes. Like as I'm like using, well, I'll be less frank here in Nino's bathroom more than my bathroom. I'm like, oh, I don't have as much spread room here, you know? And it's like I those are things that I need to think about when I'm like gonna be in a space using that bathroom primarily yeah no that's fair and especially as I'm looking at these like cute duplexes that are Mm. old and have amazing like built-ins it's like yeah the bathrooms were nothing the kitchens were nothing right like um another thing I consider is like floors Mm -hmm. like how how noisy or creaky is it going to be especially if I'm an upstairs neighbor yeah or like will I feel stable like running around or yeah. I don't know just all of that and also another one is temperature control oh absolutely I've gotten really accustomed to a certain lifestyle where I can control my temperature oh. at the touch of a button it is like such a luxury yeah because I had radiator heat forever and mm-hmm. ever and then like a a unit for air conditioning and so yeah I'm like well I love it and also is it affordable is it doable with some of the other things that I need and so there's just a lot of considerations and my needs these aren't even like hardcore accessibility needs Mm -hmm. but it's just thinking about all the other things that come into mind when people are trying to find a comfortable safe Mm -hmm. place to live Mm -hmm. that's cost effective it's just I don't know how it's possible let alone trying to find a bathtub you fit in comfortably you know yeah or something that actually doesn't have stairs if you don't need stairs. Or mm-hmm. I don't know. Even my building I don't think is accessible right now. I look at some things and like make it make sense. This mm. doesn't work. Yeah. So like, think about like an older home. Yeah. That's not going to be set up for that either. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. I'm also, as we record this, I'm just coming off of a fat chat that we, um, for cake, we do monthly fat chat. They're like fat chats. Their Zoom um, sort of community conversation events. And the theme for the one tonight was about fat travel. And mm. we really had a lot of conversation around just like, gosh, like these, um, you know, airplanes, hotels, Airbnb beds, like people are not offering these um these things thinking about larger bodied folks in mind. Like universal design is just so far off of the radar of people. Um, and yeah, I just, I think that some of that, um, feels like it's relevant to this conversation with the swans or with like the, um, think you thinking about apartments, like knowing that like, you know, your body size was not the one that was in mind when someone created this space. And so like, will it work for you or might it not? Mm -hmm. Or another piece. So I'm going to all these showings and I'm like, how are the people who are renting this looking at me? Yeah. I I know that they have to look at all these other considerations, but like, will my body size, will my skin color, will my name cause them to decide 
not to, not to yeah. rent it to me yeah. when things are going so quickly. Right. So, oh, another. Yeah. yeah. This is a little bit of another little bummer fat dish. Not bummer, but it's like the harsh realities of, of the world around us. Yeah, I will say I'm really going into this with a mindset of like, I'm looking forward to loving where I live. And there yeah. are many other places to live in my future. And, you know, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, you And will. it just takes a little bit of work yeah. to get there. So. Yeah. And I think maybe, not maybe, definitely more work for fat folks. Um, and also, I believe there is a place out there for you. And you're going to find a really lovely place to move. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because you're going to come over for, for brunches. So. Oh, anytime you'll have <laughs> Another me. Another thing I got to think about. Please. Do I have space for brunch? Please. <laughs> Most important question. Well, I think the last fat dishy thing we should talk about um, is maybe ending on a silly note, uh, which is referencing another fat podcast in the world, huh? Yeah, I love that you heard this. I, like, I added this to our outline and you're like, yeah, let's talk about it. So... The most recent maintenance phase episode that we listened to upon, you know, recording this, they have this little moment where they accidentally say something at the same time and they say, oh, let's, let's do this in, in unison, some like, <laughs> like some bad 80s sitcom. And then I immediately thought, oh, at night, is that always us? doing All things matter in, fast in unison? Oh, God. Are we a bad 80s sitcom? I mean, there's plenty of puns. Oh, well, there really are. There really are. We're hearkening back to the old days. But <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was so funny that they called that out. They're like, oh, that'd be so cheesy. And it's like, yeah, Oops. well, yeah, got that covered. Please don't take that from us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Let's, let's, I mean, if you're an avid listener, you'll know that we've covered our like main three segments for a fat dish episode. But wait, there's but wait. more. <laughs> we are so pleased in this final season to be able to share, you know, periodic guest updates. So today we are giving you a little sneak peek. I don't know why it's a sneak peek. We're getting, It's not even a sneak peek. We're going to take a moment to like hear from, well, hear by way of Kat, but from Annie from our season three interview. And she is fabulous. Uh, if you need a quick refresher, when we talked to her, we talked about the Red Health Alliance, her work with ASDA, and I mean the pandemic, like jo enjoying the seasons as the they seasons, passed. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So we had a really wonderful conversation with Annie. And uh, yeah, Kat, what is Annie's update? Yeah, she sent a great update. And so, y'all, these are Annie Jansen's words. She says, it's hard to believe nearly two years have passed since I was on Matter of Fat and grappling with the beginnings of a global pandemic and the uprisings in response to George Floyd's murder. I'm sure others, too, feel the heaviness of the past two years and figuring out how to hold on to hope and joy where we can. My work has adjusted to being 100% remote, holding virtual yoga classes, trainings, and workshops. My work at Radical Health Alliance is much more focused on getting in front of health professionals to talk about weight bias and the science of weight and health, which is really exciting. In the last year, I've given over a dozen presentations to 350 current and future healthcare professionals. I'm also serving on a couple advisory boards, including one with health partners. We're also working on a public listing of local health professionals who practice in less harmful ways for fat folks. My role with ASDA like the spelled A-S-D-A-H, and which stands for the Association for Size, Diversity, and Health, the org that holds the health at every size trademark, 
has grown, and I'm now the operations and project leader on a phenomenal team deeply committed to intersectional liberation. We just held our first conference in four years with some of the most exceptional voices transforming fat liberation, like Deshaun Harrison and Dr. Joy Cox. I'm so excited to continue my work with both organizations making change to healthcare systems here in Minnesota and globally. Sending all the fat love and solidarity to you, Kat and Soraya, and your listeners. Oh, thank you, Annie, for that awesome update. Such a good update. So She's good. like a powerhouse. I'm so Seriously. impressed. Oh, and I'm just like, oh, Annie is doing such great work. And also just like, miss that girl. I need mm-hmm. to, I need to, yeah, get get a, a Zoom hang on the books with her. Because get a Zoom, book a Zoom, baby. I love a little Zoom hang still these days because I think Annie's still doing most stuff virtual and I would be happy to, yeah, to hang out with her that way. Um, we will, of course, link to Ride Health Alliance and ASDA in our show notes. So you can check out that information again related to Annie's work. And yeah, love the update. And you all can look forward to more updates from previous guests as our season continues. I am glowing from this episode. Um, And even though it was structured, planned, and executed in an amount of time, I am loving it. (laughs) I am also glowing and a little sweaty in my closet. (laughs) You're more sweaty. (laughs) But it's a glow. (laughs) It's a glow. It's not a sweat. It's a sheen of glow. I'm glistening. (laughs) Glistening. Dewy. Yeah. Okay, y'all. So... If you want, and I would encourage you to do so, visit our website, www.matterfatpod.com to find show notes, transcripts, info about Matter Fat, access to older episodes, or a link to our fat cash via via Venmo. Yes, check out our website. And we would love it if you would send us some Matter of Fat love in the form of fat cash on Venmo here in our fifth and final season. Yes, and we can shout you out in our next episode. We'd love to do that. And same if you give us a little review in Apple Podcasts. We appreciate you all and hope that you'll subscribe, rate, review, whatever you can do or is possible on whatever platform you're listening to Matter of Fat. Yeah. Until next time, when we're back with another episode of Matter Matter of Fat. Fat. So cheesy. Matter of Fat.